Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the God. Today, we're back with special guest, Lewis Kelly, man. What's going on? I'm good. I'm back, ready to talk and have a good time, as always. Yeah, man. It's been a minute since you were last on, but uh, if folks remember the last time you were on, you said you were going to drop in October, and you lived up to your promise dropping dial tones uh, last Friday. Yeah, lived up for October the God, gave it the culture... Stuck to my word, and which is good because you know it was looking less likely to drop in October the closer it got, and then it came out, which was really nice. So we actually did it on time. It's been a while. It was also funny enough when I dropped Dial Tone, it was a like on the day a year since I dropped the Sad Stone Kid. So it's literally been a year since I put anything out. Oh, wow. So what uh, held you back from dropping for so long? Um. I think like I don't know I just I think we said I said this last time I was on here but um I had a bit of a rough patch last year um and got through that met a very beautiful person who you know made everything better lived a little and then just slowly gained love for music again and just releasing music I got everything back of that creative aspect and now i'm feeling better than ever i'm writing songs that have been like a lot more favorable to me like they feel really fucking good to finally write again so i've just kind of been taking my time to just drop when i was ready and now it's the right time and i'm back and i'm not gonna fuck off for a while now so i'm here to stay yeah, so like, what kind of what kind of headspace do you think you're in when you're writing? Because there definitely is like a, you know, a sadder, more somber tone to some of your older music, and I think, you know, going forward, yeah. and hearing some of your other stuff, it seems like it's taken a new direction. Yeah, um, I think it's funny we had this conversation the other week to a friend. Um, I think this next this next EP, um, that's gonna drop probably next year. Um, it's going to be quite a personal EP, um, you know, we're going to go over like shit that's been happening, stuff that, you know, just has been going on. And then I think that will probably be the last of the sad stuff for a while. Like I'm in a headspace where I'm the happiest I've been mentally, physically, I'm feeling really good. And I just, you know, I can't really sit down and write a sad song anymore. Like, I'm feeling way too happy to do that at the minute, Um, which is nice. It's really nice. Um, I know a lot of people know me for all the sad songs, but, you know, it's just, it's not going to be for a while. So I think these next few songs will be like a representation of me late last year and the whole year I had, but from they're on i guess it's just gonna be happy shit (laughs) to an extent to an extent you worry about like you know kind of losing your core audience with that because i know people like lord in the weekend who had like sadder more darker songs kind of like their audience was a little upset with the with the shift with their recent music yeah like you know i think music is a wonderful thing and people you find new audiences and new listeners every time you drop a song. Um, and like, you know, I, I wrote these songs in my bedroom 
like just me and my bedroom. I never expected them to go out to you know people. So like I really really appreciate like all the support. It means a lot. Um, but to in a non selfish ulterior way, like I write the music I want to write, and if it means something to me. That's all that matters. And I feel like, you know, people will stick by that and enjoy what comes out. And I think regardless if it's sad, happy, I like to think it's still relatable. And, you know, the shit's, it's a good, it's a good few songs that are coming out. It's, um, it's a good time. So I think people will be pleasantly surprised. I hope so anyway. If it all goes to shit this time next year, I won't even have Wi-Fi to talk to you because no one will buy my music. But yeah, you know, hopefully it'll be all right. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, with music, it's really hard to not want to cater to your audience and be like, well, you guys like this and you guys like give me money. So I'm going to make yeah, what you guys like. This is it. Like, and it's like the whole TikTok thing. Like, I have friends that make a living off tiktok i have friends that post daily on it and i really respect it like these guys are doing the most and but at the minute it's not something i'm doing i mean i guess i'm kind of gonna have to touch upon it more now that there's a new song out but i've kind of avoided it for a while just because it kind of altered the way i wrote and i am like i'm a really outgoing person but if you put a camera in front of me i can't be anyone else it's so fucking hard. I don't know what it is. I just can't put on this, like, facade. So it's really hard to make content like that for me, and it's something that, as of now, I've not really touched on. Yeah, TikTok is definitely it's something I, I kind of dove into recently, and I absolutely hate it. It's, like, the worst yeah, man. Like, form of for content real. I've ever made. Yeah, it, like... Oh, God, like... I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this back in six months and see all the fucking TikTok videos that I've put up because my label needs <laughs> to stream the new single. But like, yeah, I mean, it's no it's no secret. I fucking hate it. I despise doing it. It genuinely just isn't fun to me whatsoever. I think like the concept's kind of fun. Like I enjoy. I don't enjoy being in front of a camera, and it's kind no. Of this is this is it. Like I love, you know, I love that it can make people's career with one song. That's a really exciting prospect of it. But I just feel like a lot of people actually, like you've got like major labels now, especially like it seems more important to actually push the videos than the song. Yeah. So the song kind of becomes obsolete because once all the promos done, it's like, well, that song's out. Let's do 10 more fucking TikToks for the next song. It just takes away every aspect of it for me. Yeah, I definitely see that, and it it's becoming increasingly harder to like not be on TikTok though. If like you want to promote and you want your stuff it, to get out there, it's literally it's it's essentially impossible at this rate. Like, especially even if you want to sign to a label, they're like, okay, what's your TikTok audience like? And it's like there is no TikTok audience right now for me because I've just avoided it. I mean, as I say, new label, new song. I'm going to have to start making videos, but um, it's not going to be enjoyable. I'm going to try my best. So do you find it easier to, like, build your audience by, like, you know, going and doing shows and just, like, actively, like, posting your stuff? Yeah, absolutely. That 
to me, if it was up to me, that would be the way my career would go. It's not going to work like that, especially because of social media. But if it was up to me, I would happily just drop music. People find me on playlists. I play shows. It goes from there. Of course, that's unrealistic, but that would be fucking beautiful. It'd be so nice to do that. Yeah, and I think that is still a viable way to like build an audience because I know me personally, that's how I find a lot of new music. I just like scour through the most random playlist I can find and just pick out what I like. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, I was, you know, like I was on Spotify for artists. It's where all those artists can stalk all the fucking playlists we're on. And one of my playlists got added to um to a playlist called Grandma's Funeral Playlist. <laughs> so Jesus Christ. Yes. Grandma's Funeral Playlist, the Sad Stone Kid. I'm like, are people like fucking sparking one up at Nan's funeral? Like, what's going on? I mean you know, mourn how you want to mourn. Whenever, whenever, whenever it gets. Yeah, better. like you know, rest in peace. Thanks for streaming the song, but it's it was it wasn't really the set audience for that. But you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so with the dial tone and the new EP, how many songs do you think are going to be on that EP? Uh, six. Um, which normally it's five. So I think the. Like the track, mate. Like the track just changes. Like my first EP, Shower Songs, was meant to be a fucking like indie EP, and the track list changed like twelve times. So I'm, I'm gonna give you a rough idea now, but don't quote me on it because in two weeks' time I could go shit, change it. Um, so it's looking like the first track on it is gonna be, um a one take song um it's going to be one take acoustic it's a really personal song to me it's a song that i never play live um it's just a song where i just pour my absolute fucking heart out about stuff that was going on so that will hopefully be the first track dial tone should be on there um the next single spoiler alert which is called fuck hollywood will also be on there um and then two other tracks are not decided and then the last track kind of it's only like a minute long and it kind of brings you into the next ep um it's a song i named after my girlfriend and it's just a nice little piano ballad for like a minute and it kind of just brings everything into the new music which i think is really nice to end it yeah, so what's been stopping you from like releasing like a full blown album and just sticking EPs? Um I had, again I had this conversation the other week. Um so the way I see it is, personally for me, I wanna be at a comfortable level of where I know multiple, multiple people will listen to an album of mine from start to finish. Like there's a big difference between asking someone to listen to four or five tracks on an EP and someone listening to 10 to 12 tracks back to back. I feel like you need quite a big, you know, thing for that. And I don't feel like I'm ready to drop an album yet. I want to be set on my sound and just set on a lot of other things. So I feel more comfortable doing EPs. Plus with EPs as well, I really like the fact that you can change it up every time you drop one. Like, Right. it's so nice just to completely switch the vibe of eps so i think that is probably the main reason i'm doing 
EPs right now. And I do think you can really tell like the difference in tone and sound going from like shower songs to like even dial tone, even if they were kind of written in a similar time. Yeah, it like I feel like when I was like 16, 17 years old, like I wanted to do singer songwriter stuff like piano, all the sad shit. Um, but when I got to like 18, 19, it kind of grew out of that because like it just wasn't for me. I wanted to experiment with a lot more fun sounds and just actually, you know, delve into other things. And there's so many ideas I have. That I just haven't got down to doing. So I think it's going to continuously evolve. Um, like it will always have that like lo-fi hinge to it, I guess, but it will always be something different. I like switching it up because I feel like if I just sit and do the same thing, I get too comfortable and then I just get, I just lose motivation to be honest. So it's nice to just keep switching things up, staying on my toes. Yeah, I definitely get that because like even doing this, I've been doing this for like I guess like a year now, maybe a little bit more, and it's just like it it does Yeah. get kind of boring and it's like I wanna go do other like forms of art and expression. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just always about switching things up and just changing things around. And I think as well, it just makes you feel better in general in yourself. Like, you're just trying new stuff. It's really nice. Yeah, like uh For a while, I took like two or three weeks off and me and my friend, we just like worked on like clothes we were coming up with, just like different designs and different kind of textures and materials. And it was really nice. And I like made me feel a lot better about doing this. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just any creative outlet's really nice, I guess. But, I mean, if I'm not making music, I'll try and find something creative to do, I guess. Um, if not, I'm just sat doing fuck all, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. So with fuck Hollywood, right? What Yes. is what is like the major inspiration for that? Um, I have had multiple conversations with friends of mine that, you know, that really cliche thing where a record label was like, go do a writing session in LA. I've not had that. Um, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to have that because fuck yeah, I want to go to LA. I'm meant to go to LA next year, which is really fun, which is where we'll hopefully be doing all the promo for fuck Hollywood, which I think is pretty iconic. Um... But it was just about having conversations with friends about LA and like I feel like everyone sees LA as this really I don't want to sound like a pretentious dickhead because I've never been to LA like I've never been I don't know just from like having conversations with people though everyone says the same thing everyone's like it's cool but it drains you and it's not what it seems and I feel like everyone thinks of Hollywood as like you know Tinseltown, the promised land, you know, just everything about Hollywood and LA is just glorified. And I just think, like, it's not all that. Uh, saying that again, I've never been. I'll let you know further. But just from experiences from friends, everyone's saying the same thing. And I don't feel like... I feel like a lot more people are talking about it more now, I guess. But still, it has this, like, glorification of, like... being the best city on earth and it's like fuck hollywood <laughs> yeah and i definitely someone who lives in america on like the east coast we're like yeah living like the south actually but it's like okay so a lot of people are just like that's what america is i'm like i know actually <laughs> yeah this is what i mean like 
everyone just seems to think like this is the place you know so it's really funny so in the song um we have a snippet like we have like a voiceover in the song and me and my producer um it's called max big up max um We were just going on YouTube typing in Hollywood interviews and we found an interview from the 90s of um, a guy who was on um, the Walk of Fame. He got interviewed. He was like, I moved to L.A. to be a comedian. And funnily enough, we fucking found him on LinkedIn and Instagram. We found him and I, I messaged him. Um, and he's now... He's now like um he's now an accountant in like I don't know, like Ohio or something. Like he's just got a normal job. Just a normal guy, obviously his dream kind of fell through. And I just found that really interesting. And I was like, This is normal people that went there to chase their dream and it you know, it somehow didn't work. So it was really interesting to actually find him online. Um He's not messaged me back, so, you know, we'll see. Yeah, so, yeah, me and my producer Max were, we typed in on YouTube, just like Hollywood interview, and we found one from like the 80s, 90s, and there was a guy uh, called Jeff, and, You know, that sounds like a bit of a bullshit name. That's actually his name. Um, he's called Jeff, and he was on the Walk of Fame. And he was like, you know, I moved over here to be a comedian. I'm... And he met a random guy. This guy was also with him. And this guy, this Jeff, was crashing on this guy's couch because he wanted to be a comedian in L.A., but he couldn't afford it. So he just chased his dream. So he he dropped his full name in the interview, funnily enough. Um So we, me and my producer did some searching and we found him on fucking LinkedIn and Instagram. We found the actual guy. Um, and he's like now like a sales accountant in Ohio. Like, and it's just really interesting to see people like that, that went to Hollywood, tried everything to do their dream. And now like he's living a normal life. But you know what? Big up to Jeff. I follow him on Instagram. He didn't reply to my DM. So, Jeff, if you're reading this, just don't be a dickhead. Just reply to my DM. It's not hard. And, you know, he's living his best life. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He loves Jesus. He's having a great time. So, yeah, big up to Jeff. Yeah, Props I, to him. I Maybe to that he song, wasn't I very funny, clip, but it was he's really living cool. a good it life. added a very cool aesthetic to the song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um it just adds that little bit like I kinda wanted some like we put like a at the start of the song we have like a um an old commercial in America from the sixties, um, about LA and like women in LA. Yeah. Which is really fun. And we make it all demonic and that sounds cool. And really I'm cool and really so excited to drop that. Like, like so it excited. is kinda of funny that you've never been though. <laughs> like Fuck this place. I've never been there, but fuck them. Mate, never. Yeah, this is, this is what I mean. Like, people are going to be like, it's absolute arseholes. Never been to our town. I'm like, no, I'm meant to be going next year, right? So, you know what? Maybe if I'm wrong, I'll release a song saying, unfuck Hollywood. I'll be like, it's a nice place. But 
just from experiences of what I've heard, it, everyone's saying the same thing. So I was like, I'm going to write a song about it, even though I've never been. And when I go, a dreadful state. I'll keep saying fuck Hollywood. <laughs> it's so funny as well, though, because, yeah, someone was meant to feature on that song, funnily enough. And I reached out to them and was like, I got this song. Do you want to feature on it? And this artist got back to me and was like, I would, but I've just moved to Hollywood, so I don't think that's very fitting. I was like, all right, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, shit, sorry about that. I hope you have a really nice time. It's It's so hot all the time. Yeah. Oh, is it hot? I'm gonna listen. Like, I, I'm, I am from fucking Manchester. It yeah. rains all the fucking time there. I'm pale white. I'm gonna burn like fuck. I'm a, I'm a big it's fella. Like, I got some like chop. I'm gonna January sweat like a motherfucker. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It might be a. Yeah, I'm in action. trouble. I might bring an umbrella. Just stay under it for fucking. But you were talking yeah, about how for shade, the last track absolutely. on uh, "Fuck Hollywood" leads into like your new era, the next like era of music. So have you already started writing that? Yes, um, I have. Um, there are a bunch of songs that are yet to be written, like that I've noted down. The songs that are currently being written. Um, and, like, it's really nice. Like, I feel like it's going in a nice direction of, you know, me. It kind of shows, like, growth, I guess. I don't want to sound really fucking cheesy saying that, but it does. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. This is a thing. Like, I know what the track's will sound like but like i take forever to fucking pick an ep name and i never just jot down them if as soon as i like find one i'm like right, right that is set like i know exactly what that ep is going to be called so do you know what it's going to be i have no idea what this like what like the vibe of this is going to be but it so this is the thing it honestly depends who I guess it depends who I'm producing it with because I've recently changed producers. So the guys that have done everything that I've ever put out are my good friends Isaac Kennedy and Ben Lane. Big up to those two. And we will work together again very soon, but I'm also living in London now. So I'm just I'm working with a guy called Max, um, who was records recommended to me by my good friend Richard Furley. Um and he's sick. He's so good. Um, so I think we'll do some more stuff together. Um, he's producing Fuck Hollywood as well. Um, and like, yeah, he's a he's a really sound guy. So I'll probably do more stuff with him. And yeah, yeah he's gonna sound really I'm definitely nice. really excited for this new era because it it has been like a minute since you dropped, and it's like it's it's just gonna be interesting. it's yeah it's been it's been so long i think as i say the next dp that's dropping next year it kind of puts into perspective where i've been i guess it 
because like I feel like people just think that I dipped and just didn't release music for a year. There's been a lot going on, and it's nice to for people to hear this and go, okay, makes sense, and then. Yeah, Yeah, because like it all when I listened it all to Dial add Tone up for a the little first bit time, more. I was like, God damn, this is this is rough, dude. Like I it was like really emotional and I really I was like, damn, that yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but you know what's so funny about the song? People be keep being like, "Who broke your heart?" I'm like, honestly, no one. I just wrote the fucking song. Um, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but that's not like it's honestly You broke not my even immersion. a personal experience. I just wrote a fucking song, um, but <laughs> I'm sorry for if anyone if anyone sympathizes with me. I'm so sorry. I'm doing fucking great. Um, I just yeah, like because what I used to do was. And I, you know what? I remember this is when I wrote it. So I've not done it for a while, but I used to go on Reddit and I used to read a bunch of like stories to write about. And I think that's what I got dialed down from. I just go on Reddit and read about people's shitty relationships. So I just used to write about them. And I think that's what dial tone was. Um, but like, yeah, I think, yeah, it's not, I'm, I'm not, I'm fine. I'm doing good. It's nothing to do with me. Um, but This, as I say, this next EP, um, especially track one on this EP, like, and this is like, even though tracklist change, I will die on the hill that there's a song on there that's track one, and that is probably the most vulnerable I've ever been on a song, and I'm a bit worried for people to hear it, I'll be honest with you, it, I'm a little bit worried about people hearing it, but... I think it's good to get it out. It's not something I'm going to fucking play regularly because, you know, it is deep. But when it comes out, that'll be the one that's like, shit. So if you feel like that in that I'm song, I'll be like, all right, fucking great. I am so Thank upset. you. But, I yeah. was feeling so bad for you, dude. I was like, man, you already did this to my boy. That's so messed up. Yeah. Who hurt this man? Fuck. You know, this is... It's so funny, because... Um, fucking... My my flatmate's girlfriend said the exact same thing. She was like, damn, who hurt That's this so guy? And I was up, like, honestly, bro. fucking no one. I feel betrayed. I feel <laughs> Nobody. lied It's to. all good. <laughs> I've ruined everything. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you ruined it for This yourself. will be my last episode on the Drop Culture Podcast. Thanks, guys. But it it will be interesting. It will yeah, be interesting now, to hear this is it. like more like emotional and oh, like so funny. you know maybe introspective side of you because I think when artists kind of make that shift, it, it can be very polarizing for the listener. Yeah, like I think it's a song that. I mean, not to give too much of away, but the song's called Fucked Up In My Room. Um, and it's just, yeah, from from the title, I, I don't, like, I think people will realise what the song's about when it comes out. It's, it's very, like, on the nose. It is what it is. You hear it in the lyrics. It is what it is, like, you know. 
Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping that everyone knows I'm all good. Like this happened. Um, but I'm all good. Um, everything's great. Um, and yeah, um, That's good, please yeah. don't It's like send me to it rehab. is sometimes good Advice. to just like still air out those feelings, you know, and just be like, I've just been sitting on this for a while and I just need to let it go. Oh uh, yeah, like I wrote it, I wrote it at that exact time when I was feeling like that and it was just a, it was just a big vent, it was just a cry for help in essence and none of the lyrics have ever been changed, it is what it is, I wrote it, one take, it's done. Um, And yeah, like, you know. I guess it'll be out there for people to be like, everything's good. You will, you'll be fine. Um, like, you know, everyone has ways of coping. Um, and as I've said earlier on, as I've said before, I was very, very fortunate to meet a very, very lovely person in my life who changed my life Yeah, and so made with the everything songs better. that you're releasing So right it's now, really are nice. these like songs that you've just had for a while, or is there going to be any new material out there? Everything from here on out is new. Uh, Dial Tone was old, um, but everything from here on out is brand new. Like, it's been written in the last, I'd say, year. I mean, Fuck Hollywood was written about a year ago, but, like, it's pretty much new material from here on. It's, um... Which is nice as well, because, like, I'm really excited that Dalton's finally out, but I feel like I've held this song for so long now. And it's kind of like, cool, it's out now. Like, I've finally got it out. It's off my chest, it's out. Um, but now, yeah, um, everything is new, which no one has heard before. Um, so it's more... Do you know when I'm very you're coming excited out, for or the is next it just few like releases? over It's gonna be, the it's next gonna couple be a good of time. months you're going to drop another single and then you're going to just drop the whole EP? Um, so to like avoid early disappointment to people listening No. to this, I ain't fucking doing a Christmas song. I'm sorry to disappoint you. There'll be no Christmas song. Um, and that's the that's I know. I'm sorry. I'm this is more reason to let you down. I might just do like a um. I might do like the sad Okay. stone kid on the sleigh Yeah. and just do a Santa version of it. Drop some fun shit with that. But <laughs> um but like no, nah, I think I think it's a big risk releasing in December because it's just Christmas. Like, you know, you've got Mariah Carey fucking year on year making sweet, sweet cash. Off that one fucking song, and everyone just rinses it. So it's really hard to release in like December. So, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I guess it's not up to me. It's up to my label whenever they want to drop the song. But it's almost done. It's almost done. If they want to drop it in December, I'm happy for that. Merry Christmas to me. Um, Yeah, if I think they don't, I think I've I get got a it. December We'll do releases January, are like February. at So, there's a hard it's time coming. to release anything.
I got, funnily enough, I got, yeah, I, I think literally you should. got asked to do I a think Christmas that'd be interesting. one, funnily enough. So, you know what? There's a song, there's a Christmas song by a, an artist called Oscar Lang. And it's like an indie, like, it's like an indie Christmas song. And it fucking slaps. I'd have to do something really fun if it was going to be a Christmas song. I couldn't sit down at, I can't sit down with my guitar and like <laughs> sing about like wanting to be under the mistletoe and all that. I couldn't do that. It it would honestly make me laugh. <laughs> so maybe you know we can we can get something we can get something going. It just won't be a generic song, crimbo song. And I listen to it every day. Yeah, you know I actually should. Um. I'm trying to think. Yeah, fucking hell. All I want for Christmas is... Yeah, I need, to, I need to find a new title for it. So all I want for Christmas is and then insert something that's What's fun. Malone-based music options? A bit long. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is to people... Stop streaming the new night and send my single. That's all I want. Uh, I hate the night. <laughs> I listen to it. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want it. I don't want it to be used against me in future. But I listen to it, and that's all I'm going to say. You're learning that I'm... Bro, you are! No, no. That's what this is. For <laughs> fuck's sake. Um... <laughs> oh, God. If it... No. Oh, my God. Right, I'm going to say it. It wasn't a good album, right? If Dirty Hit listened to this, I'm so sorry. I would still love to be signed to your label. I didn't like the so album. Much. It's so bad. Um... And that's it. Lewis Kelly. You know what? Lewis Good. Kelly's never You're getting signed off. to Dirty Hit. This is the Drop bad. Culture podcast. A bad band. And they don't make good music. Ah. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? Whilst we're here. It's no, no, I'm not saying shit. I'm not saying shit. I've said enough. <laughs> I ain't saying anything. However, however, yeah, you know, I've dug, I've dug my grave. However, I will say. One of, some of the lyrics in that album are just they're just intriguing. Like one of the lyrics is like, mean? "I've got a boner, but I can't tell." Like, bro, what are they're you fucking stupid. talking about? Oh my god! <laughs> and then it's like, um, and then one of the lyrics was like, "Being suicidal's not Happiness. for me." Like, bro, "Happiness is the up. worst song I have ever heard in my entire life." Like, why I would hate you that say song that so much? It makes me so angry. <laughs> oh god! Oh my! Oh my word! <laughs> you know, me and my Helia from the same city, actually. God. So I, I don't ever um, get to talk about how much I hate the nineteen. That's really funny because I talk about rap music and it never comes up. So yeah. thank you.
I, you know what? Like, I think, uh, you know, their, their old music was pretty good. Their old, I can't lie. I, I like some of the old stuff. This new this new stuff, uh, I just think he's the 1975 in the lost the plot. But God love him. He's making cash. He's very successful. Yeah. Big up Matty Healer. Good job, Don't guy, listen to me. You're doing your thing. If you want. But other than that very <laughs> awful he... 1975 album, what else have you been listening to recently? Love that. Hate that album. <laughs> God, um, really? I've been slapping the shit out of the new, new Post Malone album. Yeah, like heavily. I can't lie to you, heavily. Um, I'm kind of getting back into older music I used to listen to as well, which is really nice. Um, but like, I don't know. It's I feel like in this house, it's just like rotation. So like, like me and my girlfriend live together, and if it's not the new Post Malone album, she's listening to like the new Beyonce album or like Jeez. the Weekends album. Solid. So it's. It's heavy rotation of those. I didn't like things, Post Malone's yeah. new album very much. I thought it was kind of. I think it kind of underperformed in so, a lot of um, places. Um. I think, I think chart wise it underperformed, but I love the vulnerability of it. I think a lot of the songs on there. Uh, like fucking beautiful like Reputation track 1 is genuinely one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard and it just it is just so nice to hear someone of that caliber who's so used to just kind of making the music he makes be so vulnerable with what he's doing Um, so I understand like you know I've had a few friends say that but I'll think, be honest, I think I it's think fucking great. It was a little confused so in places. Like, I think some of the features don't really make a lot of sense. Like, Roddy Rich and Gunna, I don't think. And the Kid Leroy, I don't think those fit the sound he's really trying to get on those songs. I feel like... I feel like, yeah, I think the Kid Leroy feature was... Like I don't, I don't mind the Kid Leroy. I liked, I liked Fuck Love. I thought that was a pretty decent album. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's yeah, I quite like it. I, think I quite like it. It was a the very, it was a very okay album. album I think I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not a really avid Post Malone listener, but yeah, uh... Yeah, possibly. Like being an avid Post Malone listener, seeing yeah, like people who like don't the like progression the of each album has been Don really, very really much nice. Like, yeah, I listen to a lot of the weekend. I get why you probably don't like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you know, what? Post Malone's an icon. <laughs> love him. Wrote a whole song I about that song, Got a whole tattoo. That's one of my with his my name. Favorite songs of yours. <laughs> that was so funny to do that song like we had 
it uh, it was just i don't know i just i just wrote it one day and i was like this is actually pretty catchy and every time i play live that's the song that gets everyone fucking riled up um and it's it's a good time Yeah, like man, where can folks honestly find you? What are your no socials? regrets got lewis k music on instagram lewis kelly music on twitter lewis i don't want to say this because it's so promo but uh lewis kelly music on tiktok <laughs> will be uh we'll be posting some great videos on there very soon don't you even worry about it um and just lewis kelly on spotify All right, you all can find that us on um Instagram and TikTok at the Drop you know Culture the Podcast. usual I the have usual no shame in promoting my TikTok. Um, <laughs> I just hate making them. Uh, No, big up, big up, big up. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah, All yeah. right, man, This stream is why dial tone out you everywhere. are the god. And remember to do it for the culture. Do it for the culture.